Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Talk Intense with your host, Nebraska gymnast, Kinsey Davis, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. No Kinsey Davis today, but we do have Emma Spence, and she brought with her a guest. Marissa is here along with her. This is Talk Intense on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico. I'll be doing all the sliding and button pushing, but for the most part, I'll let them take over the show and and do their thing. If you want to get in contact with them, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, and also you can check them out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream but that's enough for me i'll let emma spence take over hey guys so first i'm going to start us off with a quick introduction so well i'm emma spence i'm on the nebraska women's gymnastics team i am from canada so and i also represent canada um, internationally uh with me i have marissa king she is our volunteer assistant coach um fun fact we are both from a city called cambridge but she is in cambridge in the uk and i'm cambridge in canada um, but yeah, I will let her introduce herself also. Thanks, Vance. Yeah, my name is Marissa King. So I'm from, yeah, I'm from Cambridge, England. So slightly different Cambridges, but Commonwealth nations. So a little thing in common there with, with the Queen and all that. So um, yeah, I am a competitor for Great Britain uh, internationally. I went to the 2008 Beijing Olympic Games. After that, um, I committed and went to University of Florida. Um, and there, uh, I was grateful enough to to win uh, three out of the four SEC championships, conference championships, and then three national championships, um, one individual and two team. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of been in America for a little while now. Uh, once I graduated Florida, um, still kind of wanting to be in gymnastics since it was one of those things we've done all our lives and felt like I s- still had some kind of fuel in, in the tank. I went to Cirque du Soleil and I performed there for about six years, uh, right up until COVID hit, actually, where everything kind of changed for everyone at that point and that was a big turning point for live entertainment um, and, and us especially where we kind of had to sit down and kind of navigate our lives off the stage and that's when I went into coaching and um, yeah I'm just grateful to be part of uh, the University of Nebraska now on the coaching side of things I'm the volunteer coach and my husband is the assistant coach uh, we found ourselves here last summer and uh, yeah it's been a, a great season so, so far and a great first year. Nice yes we have a very special guest tonight with us. Um, so Kinsey and I haven't been on for a couple weeks now, so we were going to talk about, uh, I think the last time we were, were leading up to our meet in Michigan, but then we ended up having to postpone it because of the COVID outbreak on our team. So then because of that, we had to have a week with three meets in the same week, which is, doesn't usually happen at all mm. in the NCAA. So yeah, we're going to kind of go through that pretty quick. And yeah. then to wrap up the last few meets that we had and what we're looking forward to moving forward. Yeah, it was a crazy, uh, crazy week, really, because typically you have a meet either on a Friday or Saturday or sometimes a Monday if you want to be a little bit different. But you only have typically in NCAA one competition per week. Well, with already having two in that weekend, kind of on a Friday, um, and then we had one the following week on the Friday we had to squeeze in then one, well, we had Saturday, actually, just kidding. So we had a Saturday and then we had a Friday. Then we had to squeeze in Michigan because we had to postpone that meet. We, had to, we squeezed it in on the Monday. So it was kind of like compete Saturday, day off Sunday, compete again on Monday, 
day off on Tuesday, like one small practice and then we're on the road on Thursday yeah. to be able to compete again on the road at Utah State on Friday. So instead of having three weeks where they could kind of have that downtime and time to train in between competitions, we went three competitions in one week. It was insane, but it went by so fast. I think the girls, you, we really pulled it off. Like you want to talk about and go in a little bit in depth about how those meets went and kind of what happened? Yes. Yeah, so the first meet was the Friday or the Saturday. Yeah. It was big fives. Uh, so big fives is... Basically, half of the Big Ten schools compete one day, the other half compete the next. So it was a Friday and Saturday meet, which was actually hosted in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, so that was pretty cool for us to be the like the host. Yeah, it was crazy too, that. though, because remember we were originally supposed to be in New York, in New York City, yeah. and then what was it? A week before, a week and a half before the meet, uh, something fell through the venue, and we had a kind of come together real quick I think the big 10 were like oh my god where are we going to now host the big five and they had to change locations and we actually you know slightly benefited in that aspect where we were able to have the meet in Lincoln Nebraska here at University of Nebraska because we have that Pinnacle Bank arena uh, which we we could host basketball that was going on at the time and then we had open uh, our arena uh, at Bob Devaney so we were able to actually open up that space and be able to hold it and host it and I really thought it brought in great revenue and great attention to the university and be able to have everyone all kind of in one space especially in Lincoln it was really really special yes Um, yeah and then on our our day we competed it was Nebraska Oh man, I don't know. Oh man, if it feels like so long ago. <laughs> I don't even really know if I can go through this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, scratch that. <laughs> um, we competed with four other schools, and it was the schools that we were not we, against yeah. in the regular season. So we had our regular like five competitions against in our regular seasons against five of the top ten schools, and then the other five that we had not competed against in the regular season, we went up against at the Big Five meet on that first day. Yes. Mm. Michigan State, oh, Minnesota, Ohio State, Rutgers. There you go. Perfect. Yep, yep. Um, and that was a, a huge moment for us just because uh, we did really, really well, right? Um, and our team score was so strong that it really, overall, it bumped us up to third out of those Big Ten. But on the day, um, we we did so well where in terms of loss-win records, um, we were it really bumped us up in terms of having the great team score plus beating the other schools. And, and in terms of loss-win records, it was um, it was a great one. I think it was a, a great home crowd as well being in Lincoln. And, and I think that was just another huge advantage as well as being at home and having the support from, from the Husker Nation. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. And that was our highest score of the season at that point. Yep which was really exciting. So, uh, yeah, we had a really good meet. It was really nice to compete in front of our home crowd. Uh, We did really well. And then, yeah, that was pretty much how Big Fives went. We were really happy with how it went. And then we had to take the day off on Sunday, and then we were ready to compete again the next day on the Monday. And we had a really good meet that day, too. That was versus Michigan. Yeah, and And Michigan at the time, I mean, Michigan – the last last two years ago, Michigan won their first NCAA championship as a team mm-hmm. uh, ever for their program, which was huge. I was at the I was in Fort Worth, Texas, where Nationals was that that night where they won it for the first time. It kind of brought memories back for me because uh, I was part of the team at University of Florida when we won our first ever national championship for the program in 2013. So to be able to witness that for Michigan was really special. It kind of brought that nostalgic feeling back of uh, of winning a program 
for the first time ever. It's a historical moment. It's, it's uh, something that you, you forget, plus your program never forgets. Um, so they've really just been on fire the last, you know, three to five years in terms of changing changing the team and and, and uh, just building on the program to national championship level. Um, it's It's been really exciting. So the last couple of years, they've been really strong. I think when we went up against them, they were second in the nation. Yeah. Um, so we knew, you know, it would be... That it would be challenging. I, I, at the time, definitely wasn't one of those teams where we were like, oh, we're going to beat them. But in terms of pushing that boundary and that level to where we could kind of get ourselves up there and be close to the top and second ranked school in the nation, that was a, that was exciting. And we, we really weren't that far behind. So I think it really felt that built on your guys' confidence going into it, especially you being the second competition in like three days, plus the fact that they were second ranked and we weren't that far behind. Yeah, for sure, because we weren't, not, we weren't feeling very fresh and we didn't really know what to expect because we did just compete at a big meet two days before. So yeah, being able to do well at that meet, even though we didn't win, we were just a couple of tenths behind. Um, and that's, that's what we were looking forward to doing too. Like we weren't, we weren't expecting to win or anything. We just wanted to become, be as close to them as we could. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. So we were happy with that. And that did give us confidence leading into Utah State, which was on Friday. So that was very exciting. Uh, yeah, Utah State ended up being the best meet we've had all season. It was our career or our t- season high team score. Um, we had lots of career highs as a team individually too, which was really nice to see. And everyone just kind of came together. Uh, lots of big celebrations and reactions and just lots of close moments like that as the mm-hmm. team. Yeah, Utah State was a special one just because uh, from from a lot of the girls on the team, I mean, I have only been, been here, you know, just one year, but girls like who are seniors now have said that they haven't broken the 197 mm-hmm. um, mark in gymnastics now you have to imagine uh everything's out of out of 10 in, in women's gymnastics and you know the total team scores out of 200 you know if you're looking at high 196 that's that's really good that's kind of where you want to be all season to make sure you're in you know the top uh 30 top 28 to get seated into the NCAA tournament to hit and break a 197 is is really good and then if you're you know, rocking into the 198s and you're definitely up there in contention to win a national title. So when we hit a 197.5, um, we have an amazing video, actually. We've got some amazing footage of our girls just um, being absolutely ecstatic, plus oh, very emotional to the of fact, tears. Yeah, too. Happy tears, though, just because it was uh, such an amazing moment because they haven't broken into that 197 in a, in a wee while. And I think that... Um, that confidence from the big fires from Michigan leading up into Utah State um, and having having that moment with the team to to realize how special and how good they are almost I feel like a confidence piece has been one of those that we've had to grow and really build over the season um, and to finally get the scores that we felt like we've deserved because we have been pretty consistent mm-hmm. throughout the season and to get that reward uh, was really amazing to share and the and the energy in, the, in that arena was really cool too because Utah State Arena is very uh, kind of funneled it's very um, narrow in terms of like very steep audience and very funneled into the center so the audience and you know you feel very involved it's, it's very uh, intense whereas our arena is a little more spread out the audience yeah. a little higher you feel a little bit detached away from the audience in somewhat because they are a little bit further away from the arena floor um but in utah it's, it's it's very different i felt that the dynamics of the music being louder the energy being higher um the cheering being louder because it was very contained in the center of in the, in the middle part of that arena just it felt like more of a fun relaxed um less intense you could see how it could be more intense type mm-hmm. of competition i think that we benefited really well from that despite also coming off two competitions already in the last six days um and then hitting uh, that season high at the time too well it still is our season high actually um was just it was just it was electrifying wasn't it yeah it was crazy and i think 
we we really didn't know what was going to happen because we did just compete two times. So going into it, we're like, okay, we have nothing to lose. We're just going to go try our best, see what happens, enjoy it. And we were the top ranked team going into it. So I think we didn't have that that extra stress or yeah. pressure on needing to win or needing to prove ourselves because we felt like it was going to be a pretty good meet either way. So uh, yeah, I think everything just came together. All of our hard work. We've worked really hard this year, especially in the preseason. We had a lot of really hard practices, workouts. And I think everyone, it just felt like that paid off and we got that reward and got the scores that we felt like we finally have been waiting for and we deserve. So yeah, yeah, definitely for sure, for sure. Like definitely coming from a coaching perspective, it could have really gone either way. Having three meets in six days, you know, we were a little nervous being like, oh, there's not so much recovery time and turnaround with the meets coming back to back and definitely no time to practice, you know. And it was one of those where it could have really been in our benefit, which luckily it did turn Mm -hmm. in our favor that way, but it could have really not, you know, because they they could have been tired and things could have gone wrong and it could have just kind of snowballed. But um, I think it, I think you guys worked really hard and you trusted the process and, and listening to us as coaches on, on the process of our training. I think we prepared you guys really well as well. Um, so it really did benefit us. And I think we jumped from 30, where were we? 32nd. Yeah. And then we, bu- like we that. jumped to like 20, no, we jumped like 10 places in the rankings, which was yeah. huge. Sorry. I can't exactly yeah. remember the, the ranking positions, yeah. but um like 10 places in the rankings that put us uh, in such a better place. And that was really exciting too, to, to share that with you guys because of that huge score that we were able to kind of put into our NQS overall regular season rankings changed so much because of the score. It was really fun. Yes. And then after that, we started to realize that we were basically guaranteed our spot for regionals too, which was really exciting and relieved the pressure, I guess, going into the next meets that we had. So rats wrapping up Utah State. Next, we had a home meet. For the Masters Classic, yeah. which was senior night, yeah, um, that would have been about a week after that, probably. Yeah, it was. Uh, we competed on the Friday. It was the following Saturday, so we okay. actually had like eight good days of rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just like you said, a really special senior night. And at that point, though, I mean, you can always. The great thing about our seasons that we kind of started a little slow in the terms that we didn't have, you know, we didn't start. Off really really strong but you kind of don't want to start your season off that way you want to kind of ease into it and kind of peak near the end of season that's yeah. when it's most important in the postseason and we kind of have those lower scores from the beginning of the season to be able to drop um, because how it works in gymnastics is that you have six scores that have to count three away three home and then you average those scores out so obviously over the regular season there's you know anything between 10 to 12 meets so as you start to accumulate the higher scores you drop the lower scores and we were able to drop some really quite significantly lower scores because we started a little slow at the beginning of the season with the highest scores that we started to achieve near the end of the regular season which really made a difference in our ranking especially because it was such a big difference from the beginning of season to now the end of the regular season yeah yeah for sure so mm-hmm. after that meet we ended up with it we were still in the 197s which yeah. is really big 197, for us 275 which was yeah still great I mean it was still really exciting to to know that I think before we even had our last competitor go up we knew that we were still going to break into the 197 which was really fun that was huge because yeah they haven't done that for about four years I think they were saying hit the 197 so that was really big for us Um, and it was great to be able to celebrate the seniors and uh, finish on a high note we didn't win that meet we were second but we were still super proud and happy with how we did because we were with Denver and Air Force but Denver I think was ranked 11th yeah and they we were only a 10th yeah, like, we were so that? close. That's like a step um, Not even, term, yeah, yeah, behind crazy. the 11th ranked school in the country. So so that was fun. Yeah, it was really nice to know that we're up there. We're definitely up there. Yeah, and it's just proving to ourselves and just ga- and gaining that confidence 
uh, without, with every meet that we're doing and just showing that what we're doing is working. And we just have to trust the process, which has been really good. Yeah, we had a just touching on senior night was really fun to um so the senior and i obviously you know is to recognize the, the senior athletes that have been uh part of the program at university of nebraska over their four years in their collegiate careers it's the last home meet that they ever experienced as a collegiate athlete athlete in front of the husker nation and um and our seasons really got to our seniors really got to 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 embrace the fact that this team's really special we've come so far we're you know we were seeded going into the NCAA tournament this year which they haven't since 2019 so the entire time that these seniors have been on the team they've never made it to the NCAA tournament we knew pretty much by then that we were likely to very very likely to to do that and then to be able to celebrate their last night um in Bob Devaney in front of the Husker Nation uh, yeah in front of Husker Nation um especially for Kat, you know, I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever touched on Kat, but she got really injured in the, uh, in the preseason. She, she dislocated her ankle and she's been working really hard to come back from that. But obviously with that time frame of being in the season and not missing it um, and be able to actually compete something uh, as a senior on her senior night, she was able to do that. She competed a bar routine um, and just uh, all the emotions of her actually competing for the very last time as a senior um, and be able to achieve that despite having a pretty huge injury in the preseason was really, um, was really amazing and I think she was in tears before the before routine she even we started like, <laughs> everyone was like okay don't cry don't cry yeah, we're all like crying just for the fact that she was competing um and then for her to perform her bar routine and to see the team just really embrace her um and be excited for her uh, as a coach I, I stood back and I looked being like wow this team just has so much love for one another um despite the despite her taking a different role this this season than she has in previous um for her to be able to have a moment to shine was uh really special for her and I was just really proud of her to be able to come back from from that and the time range she was able to and to be able to be ready for for to show something on senior night yeah that was huge she she's worked so hard for all of that because everyone had so much time to prepare for this season but because she was injured she had to take time off she was in crutches and a boot so it was it was definitely a lot harder for her to be able to compete, but we were all just super proud, and because we saw all that hard work going into it, so her being able to do that was amazing. Did she say anything like during, like before or after, like on how she felt? Did she share anything with you guys that maybe she didn't share with the coaches about how she was feeling? Yeah, she just said it was very special. Yeah. Like she didn't really think that it was going to happen. I don't think, and especially just because of that kind of injury that close to season. Um, no, I don't think many people would even try to do what she did, but because it was. Her senior night, and she did want to compete one last time in Devaney. She put in so much work, so it was yeah. really nice. Yeah, and having her parents there too. Uh, yeah, I think her mom was. I actually looked, despite looking at the routine, I was looking at her parents and then looking at you guys, and I was taking that in because, uh, as a parent, I mean, I'm not quite a parent just yet, but I can only imagine how that feels. You know, you've invested with your child from yay high to do the sport in and out every day. Um, for so long and and to see that come to a close but to see to see the moment of her be able to come back from that adversity and that that challenge and the obstacle of, of being injured um that that must have been quite a memory and quite a feeling for her parents to to see her go through and but to share that last routine of her and that night um to see her parents that was really really yeah, yeah really special and really nice yeah that was special mm. all right so that would have been those four meets. Yep. And then last weekend we competed at the Big Ten Championships in Iowa. Yep. So I guess all those meets and all the meets that we had in preseason or no. In the post. post well, in, regular in the regular season. season regular yes, season. Yes. Um, prepared us for this. And I think we were we were supposed to be ninth is what people were saying that um, they thought we were going to be or something like that. Heather was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but we came out of six, which was really big for us. Uh so basically, the meet was divided into two subdivisions. There was a first one in the morning, which we competed in, which started 
really early. Really early. It was really mean of Big Ten to do that. (laughs) It was so early. Like, we had to load the bus at, like, 7 a.m. So we were up at, like, 5 doing hair, makeup, breakfast. TV, I think. With all the conference championships happening on the same day, I think TV tried to coordinate to make sure they could televise as much as possible, which I think is great for the sport. But it was kind of not the best student athlete experience of getting you guys up at like five yeah. something in the morning <laughs> breakfast at six to six thirty, be on the bus by seven fifteen, and have warm up start at 8 20 that was kind of mean but i think that uh luckily we had the spring break uh going into yes, it true. so we had morning practices leading up to big tens to pro- practice practicing in the morning since we don't typically um to kind of prepare as, we, as best we could yeah 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 so we did that we competed so how they did it was six teams in the morning and then four in the afternoon and it was based off of NQS scores going into it, like win the ranking. Loss, win, actually, win-loss records. Win-loss records one. going mm-hmm. into it. So, yeah, we were placed in the morning session because we would have been six to ten, ranked 6 to 10. Yeah, yeah, win-loss records were, were a tough one this year. We had a couple of meets where I felt like we were kind of... Uh, I don't want to say cheated. I want to say, you know, gymnastics is a hard one because it's a very judgmental sport. It's not points. Uh, sometimes I wish that they could somehow create some sort of point system so it yeah. wasn't uh, as... Mm, biased Bias, political yep. yeah yeah so there were a couple of meets this season where we felt like we definitely should have got the win but judges wasn't in our favor judging wasn't in our favor but um yeah for us we were seated in the in the morning session so we competed um against the five that based on loss win records and then the evening session um was the the higher te- ranked teams uh well higher seated win loss record teams um in the evening session it's just in gymnastics it's it's always it's funny how it works because of scoring, but I definitely feel the evening session has the advantage just because, you know, there's more usually a bigger crowd. Um, the judges have already been through a, a session where they've kind of you know broken the ice and got warm judging, and 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 things are a little more lenient in the evenings. Um, so that's something we definitely have to strive for next year because I think that that's going to put us in a better place to be able to to win the, that conference championships if we are seated in the evening session. Yes, it was definitely tough watching the second session and just seeing some of the yeah. scores get just they were just judging a little bit easier, which for us was hard because it's like, OK, we did a routine that looked just like that and we scored a tenth less. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a, a little frustrating. But next year, we'll definitely work towards being in that night session. But we did get third in our first session, which was pretty big for us. We were ranked in the top. Well, the, yeah, the top half of the six teams. And then overall, we ended up ranking six in the Big Ten. So that was huge for us because people weren't thinking that we were going to do that well. Uh, so even for us, one of the things we were thinking about and talking about even at our team retreat was that we wanted to just prove people wrong because we didn't have the best reputation because of some of the rougher meets we've had these, throughout these last few years. So we really wanted to just prove to everyone what we were capable of and uh, I guess prove the doubters wrong. So being able to see that people still thought we were going to be ninth, but then we did we didn't, we did better and we were sixth was really big for us and we were really proud of that. Um, even though we did think some of the judging was a little bit biased and it was a little bit hard to see that, um, we were still really proud of how we did and we're really excited moving forward because we have officially qualified to regionals. Uh, we found out this morning that we will be going to Denver for that next week. Yes, yep. that would yep. be next week already. Um, so yeah, we're super excited for that. And um, yeah, yeah. The, nice, the nice thing about going into Big Tens is that and despite what we scored, we knew that dis- no matter what we scored, it was we were still going to make it yeah. to the, the NCAA tournament regional um, um, area. So, like, it was kind of going into into that meet being like, we have nothing to lose. Like, if we get a higher team scores, it's not going to help us in the rankings. But if yeah. we do get something super low, it can't be lower than what we've scored in the regular season that's going to count towards the NQS. Yeah. Um, so definitely for, as a coaching staff, we were like, hey, like, 
just go out there and have fun. That's what we tried to tell you guys. Yeah. You know, Big Tens was the only meet they were going to have uh, right now in the regular season that was going to be on podium. That is on yes. podium. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more about that in a second. But it was the only meet that we were going to experience in the regular season that's on podium. So the equipment's on, you know, a podium setting is a little high off the ground. It's more of a championship setting. It, it brings, you know, a different feel of the equipment and, and the overall look of the competition looks a little more uh, official because it is, you know, raised. Um, and then... Uh, hopefully, you know, that's just going to put us in a better place to be seeded for where we go for the NCAA tournament and the regionals. Um, I think it's the NCAA tournament is the official way. Yeah, I'm, not used I'm to so saying used, that. Yeah, yeah, so used to calling it regionals as well. They've they've shifted things a little bit to make it a little bit more similar to basketball. But um, the Big Ten, talk about the podium setting though, and how different that is, and, and how it was as a team to be able to go out into a podium setting rather than the equipment being on the floor and having that raised and what that felt like. Yeah, so having it raised, I guess it makes it seem a little bit more professional. Uh, in elite gymnastics, that's usually what we compete on at the bigger meets, um, like Worlds or World Cups. Like Just the bigger bigger meets are put on podium. So that was really fun for us because it also makes the equipment feel a little bit bouncier. Like personally, I find the floors bouncier, the vault runway is a little bit easier. Um, and you just, you're up there and you just feel like you're at a really big and important meet uh, because you're closer to the crowd, I guess. You're like the bigger lights. It's just... I don't know. It's just fun. I love podium. Yeah. It's more of of like a performance, I guess. And it just feels like um, a bigger competition than what we've done at the last meet. So that was good. Um, We, yeah, we love, we all love competing on podium. We were talking about that, how that was going to probably be an advantage for us. So yeah, it was good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think you guys did did amazing I think I think it took a little while for us to settle in mm-hmm. and kind of uh get going I don't know if that's because we started on beam that's you know, true beam's that beam's one event. To start on. yeah beans that one event where it's like it's, it's, it can be make or break for some yeah. teams in some in championship positions where you know you can start off really steady but kind of shaky or you can kind of fall and you know beams is such a such a minute uh area for error area for error yeah um and I think we were we we did well uh, but it, it took us a while, even through floor and going into vault for us to really get into our stride. But we finished really, really strong on bars. And I'm really glad that you guys did because I was going to be like, oh, this can go either way. Yeah, you for know, sure. We could finish really, really strong or we could kind of snowball, continue to kind of stay hesitant rather than kind of go big. Um, and we kind of held it together. And we did actually count a higher score than our lower score. So we could drop and still count a higher score, which helped our NQS slightly, but didn't change in our rankings. Um, and that only helped us going into the seed for regionals because as regionals works out for NCAA gymnastics, uh, top 28 gets seeded and then 29 through 36 will get seeded. So there's three days of competition. Um, those teams between 29 and 36 will go against, so they'll be divided those six teams will be, sorry, eight teams will be divided against those uh, across the board of four regions. And then they'll go head to head first. So the 28th, uh, 29th through 36th, they will go head to head, just two of them um, on the first day. So they'll be located at four different regions. Once they go to head to head, whoever wins that will go to the next day and there'll be four teams. And then the top two from there will go on to the, the second, the third day. So top two from day two go to day three and then you have to qualify top two from day three to be able to go to national championship um then from there you know there's eight teams two sessions same thing two and two and then there's a final four and then it'll be the final where uh final four will kind of determine the national champion so uh, we're looking pretty good in terms of uh, the teams that we're going to be up against i don't think i don't really don't think that those teams lsu us georgia in Oregon State. In Oregon State. I don't, you know, I, I generally don't think that uh, that 
we we should count ourselves like oh we, we can't beat them we absolutely can um some of those teams have been through some challenges this season of injuries. Um, they've been a little inconsistent. Um, so I think the fact that we've, we have that consistency, I think we just need to go out there and do our jobs and we can definitely be one of those top two teams going on to the day three um, and then kind of see who's the best on the day there. And never, I don't think, never say never, don't definitely rule us out for going to nationals. Um, I think we're still in that rising period too. and We haven't peaked just yet. We haven't had that one meet this season where we've been like, that's the max that we can do mm-hmm. that that we've for done sure. the best there was nothing else that we could have improved on it's there's always going to be room for improvement and I don't think we've hit the meat yet where everything has come together for us so that's what I'm excited for yeah would you agree yes I hate to interrupt this amazing conversation <laughs> but it is time for a break okay. <laughs> so we'll go to a break we'll come back with more talking tens after this 